Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Me vs. Me with your host, Nuklebom Kiza, of course. To my returning listeners, thank you for showing up once again. It means a lot to me that I can share my experiences with you. You are the real MVPs, I'm telling you. And I hope you stick around. If you're a newbie passing by, welcome. And I hope you're here to stay too because we'll be discussing all things mental health, self-improvement, and finding strength through faith. Don't forget to download and share and also follow the show. Today's episode is going to be about insecurities and it's going to be quite a long episode because I've struggled with insecurities most of my life and I still am. Like I said, it's a work in progress. You know, they just hold you back from achieving and reaching your fullest potential because you just don't believe in you. So I'm going to name this episode Beating the Blues, a roadmap to self-confidence. So the first question I want to ask you is, who were you before they told you who you are? And by they, only you will know the first people that come into mind when I say that, or even person. But I just want to speak about a few experiences that I feel have affected me throughout my whole life, even if it was subconsciously. Because so many of the things I don't remember, but yeah, these are the things that still get me till this day. So back in grade eight... I entered this modeling competition on Instagram. I used to love modeling. I would even watch Miss South Africa and the Miss World pageants. Oh, you know. And I entered this modeling competition on Instagram. You know the rules. You have to tag like three friends and repost it on your story and follow the page and all of that. Not my own friends. Not my own friends. Going and commenting, oh, don't you need to be pretty to model? Like, you don't look like a model. Why are you entering this competition? Not even on DM or privately. No, in front of the whole world when I'm entering this competition. Um, you can imagine how that can make you feel. And obviously, I didn't address it. Because you know when, you, when you're young, you just ha-ha-ha things and move on and go cry in private. Now I don't do that. I will be that defensive girl. Like, if you hurt my feelings, you hurt my feelings and you will know. But back then, it's like you just don't want to address it because you feel people will make you feel bad for for saying that something hurt you. And they'll be like, oh, you're too sensitive. Oh, but we joke like that. It's like, okay, nice joke, bro. Now I'm insecure. Hmm. And then another story, it happened in varsity. So I had this friend and she wore... Varsity is very new because I graduated this year. My friend... um. She used to like wearing my sweatpants and stuff. And, you know, she had a more curvy body than me. So one day I, d- I was wearing my sweatpants, you know, they're mine. And then my one guy friend was like, um, you, don't, you shouldn't wear sweatpants because they don't suit you. <laughs> and then in grade 11, one more story. And then in grade 11, I was wearing this really nice dress and I love that dress and and my other guy friend said that I look like a box, like I'm shaped like a box. You're not allowed to laugh, please. These are traumatizing stories. But anyways, like I laugh at my own traumas. It's it's not healthy, but it's how I deal with it. I'd rather laugh than cry. Like, what are you going to do if I start crying now? Exactly. That would just be weird. But anyways, it's just things like that. Things like that. Whenever I, I wear clothes, 
There are certain things that I don't wear because of such comments. I have clothes that I really like, but I don't wear them. Like this other jumpsuit, it's so nice, but I don't wear it because of the comments that I've heard from people I've called my own friends, not even strangers, people I've called my own friends. So it's like people say things randomly but they affect you for the rest of your life even if it's subconsciously like I don't think about those comments every day but whenever I wear something I feel some type of way I'm like how does it look how does it look at the front at the back on the side do I look like I'm shaped like a box like that person said you know just things like that It, it really affects me still till this day and even modeling I, I I stopped wanting to model because of such comments that my own friend said so we all have dreams as children when we're still naive and we still don't know the real world you know and mine was to be a doctor but you know like physics was physics thing when I got to grade 10 the math was not mathing and I was in it for the money not passionate about being a doctor you know so not not a biggie but what I'm saying is that some dreams naturally fade because you're like no I'm actually not passionate about this oh I actually really like this I never knew that I could do this you know those things they naturally fade and other things naturally grow that you stop being passionate about but some things fade because of people's limiting beliefs that they project on you for instance like if you have always believed in love and you watched romantic movies growing up and all those things, then you get like family members or elders of the community with cheating abusive husbands. They'll come and be like, yeah, all men cheat. I don't know why you think you'll find that for yourself. Now they're projecting their insecurities and their experiences on you. But, you know, they do say that misery loves company. But, you know, now... Sometimes people end up settling for that, for for a cheating, abusive person because of what they said. It's like their voices carry you through relationships because of what they said and their experiences and insecurities. You give other people's voices room when you've lost your voice. And I saw this thing that said that I feel out of touch with myself when I'm out of touch with God. So it's like when you can't share your own voice, you kind of like are out of touch with your relationship with God. Because I feel like since I've built this relationship, I've actually started to, to, to build my confidence and to find my voice. And I've given people power over my life, power to make or break me. So what I mean is that the compliments that people give me, I let them build me up. And that is the first mistake anyone can make. And of course, we all seek validation from others, but... Once other people's opinion of you hold more power than your own opinion or belief about who you are, you're giving them the power. And that's very dangerous. An example is this TikTok couple. Um, If you're always on TikTok, you'll know which couple I'm talking about. But, you know, everyone was on their side and they loved them. They supported, like they supported them. And I'm not too sure what happened, but now they're against them and they're always bashing them in the comments. Every video that they post, people are trolling hard. And that can do something to your confidence and your mental health. And I feel like on social media, people will build you up only to break you down. It is so crazy how many people I've seen when they're coming up and they're starting and they're building a community. People love them and 
they become like their little circle or community or cult or whatever you want to name it. And then as soon as they start making a lot of money, of course their lifestyle is going to change. They start to bash them and they're like, oh my gosh, you're not relatable anymore. Like, I just don't know why people expect people to be stagnant. Like, of course, I'm not going to be the same as I was last year. I am progressing. And the people who bash them saying they're not relatable or whatever are people who are stagnant in their own lives. So they kind of project because they, they wish they were in that position. So when you're in such, in such a position, if you're like, you know, popular on social media or you've just let people's comments and opinions of who you are, you've given them power and everything, just try and ignore them. And I know it's very hard, but ignore the haters. And if it's on social media, don't close your comments because all that engagement that's coming through, guess who's winning? You, you know? So you're doing something right when people have something they're bashing you about. I remember my mom telling me that my my one aunt that used to party and drink a lot when she was younger, she came home one night and she was so drunk and she was telling my grand, oh, everybody loves me and all of that. And my grand was like, they love you because you haven't achieved anything. Once you start to achieve something and do things with your life, people people start to act weird because when they're stagnant and they don't see progress in their life, they feel like you're, you think you're better than them. It's like, I don't think I'm better than you. You think I'm better than you. And that's not my problem. So notice how you start to lose friends when you start to set boundaries and want better for yourself. When you start to stand up for yourself. When you start being a people pleaser. When you start seeing the potential in yourself and taking those small steps towards your dreams. That's because God, that's because you yeah, that's because God allows people you thought had your back to betray you so they don't get all the credit and you realize that all you needed was you and God to be able to do such things. And because he knows their hearts, he can't bless you with those people around because they are the ones who are cursing you behind your back. And you know this thing with witchcraft as an African, you know this thing with witchcraft, it's not just the practice of flying on a broomstick at night, it's also the negative words that people speak over you and your life and you know finding out who you were before the world told you who you are or what you could and couldn't be is the first step to realigning with your voice but let's talk about not just blaming others for how they treat us now hear me out yes it says a lot about them because what people say is a reflection of their relationship with themselves and their internal dialogue but if you constantly let such people in your life and you get to know them and you find out how they are and you actually keep them, it's like maybe you grew up with an abusive, a verbally abusive parent. And now when you're attracting verbally abusive friends, you find that normal. That's a deep issue that you need to deal with from the core. You know what I mean? And my one friend, I was complaining to her about how my high school friends were, now that I'm growing up and realizing the things that they said and how they still cemented in my head. And she was talking about how we attract people that are like us, you know, when they say birds of the same feather flock together. Yes, that's what she was saying. And I'm like, hmm. 
Girl, you just called me out, but you're so right. But I never noticed that or saw that in the moment. You know what I mean? So you also notice the things that you hate and see in people that you also do them. For instance, I used to, or I still do, I hate people who throw shade and mask it as a joke. But as I started to sit down and think about the things that people have done or said to me, I realized that I also do it too without noticing. And I also did it without noticing. And, you know, such things come from a better place. And you just, when you're insecure, you project that insecurity onto other people. And it's like when I see confident people, when I saw confident people, okay, in the past, I'd be very much like, oh, she thinks she's all that in a bag of chips and all of that. Because obviously I wish I was that confident. Insecurities can show up as you being overly critical. Now, I saw this thing that was so good that said that if you judge people, you are also judging yourself and putting yourself in a box. Why? Because if you judge that person's hairstyle or choice in music, when you wake up tomorrow and you actually like that hairstyle and and music, you can't anymore because you've judged that person and now you've put yourself in that box and now you can't be open-minded and explore your options because it's like you'll be contradicting yourself, you know? So yeah, I used to do that to people in, in general and, and I, still, I still kind of do, I don't want to lie. But not to their faces, not things like, you know, if you see a person who has acne and you walk up to them and you stare at it and you point it out like, oh my gosh, you've got pimples. Like, oh my gosh, great, I've got a mirror. I know I've got pimples. Thank you so much for pointing that out. Like, no, I, I've never done that because I know how it feels. But I mean, judging people internally, not that it makes it right, but judging them for wearing something or how they choose to, to live their lives, you know, just assuming that they're not genuinely happy just because I'm jealous that I'm not as happy as they are and I can't find joy in life like they do or I'm not as confident as that girl rocking that outfit. But, you know, I realize that life is what you make of it. And let me just point this out. In that era, my bitterness era and... Even now, I love complimenting strangers, especially women. I love it because I understand how nice it is when another pretty girl compliments me. Like, yes, please. So I just, I love complimenting and saying nice things to strangers because I know how much it can change your day. I think that is my favorite activity when I'm feeling very bold. But yeah, and insecurity can also show up as comparing yourself to people more often than not. I'm starting to do this less, maybe because I've been so aware of it and I realized it takes away from my own journey because my path is different to another person's path. Like I said, once you start to look at life like a movie, you realize that we're all different characters with different purposes. So we can't all do or achieve the same things at the same time. On to the solutions, how to overcome insecurities. So the first point is to stop comparing yourself to others. If you keep peeping over people's tests, like when you're writing a different paper, you're going to keep failing until you realize that we all have different purposes and different journeys. So you can't copy and paste. But remember this, don't go where the path may be. Instead, go where there is no path and leave a trail. 
The second point is to embrace your differences. Accept what you cannot change and your life will be so much easier. Like for instance, there are plants that do very well in the sun and plants that do very well in the shade. Like for instance, lavenders, they grow well in the sun. Now, if you take a lavender to a shady spot and it doesn't grow and it dies, now you can't blame the lavender. You're gonna, you have to blame the environment. It's like that with you. You can't change that a lavender does not do well in the shade and that ferns don't do well in the sun. So once you start to accept what you cannot change, your life becomes so much easier. And I've seen so many stories where people have said that the things that they were most insecure about because of how people used to bully them about them, they ended up being their superpower or their best feature. So there's this one lady who was like, when she was younger, everybody used to pick on her eyes because they were different and they were small. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, your eyes are so weird. They are different and, and all of those things. So much so that when she met people, she wouldn't make eye contact. Or when she spoke to people, she wouldn't make eye contact because she didn't want people to see her eyes. And she met this one lady and this one lady was like, like made her look in her eyes because she was like, why do you keep looking down? And when she saw her eyes, she was like, you have the most beautiful eyes. And she was so amazed. And she was like, okay, I, my name is so-and-so and I own a modeling agency and I think you should come model for us and all of that. And it's like the feature that people made her feel bad about was the feature that opened doors for her you know? So maybe you're always told that you talk too much. Maybe that's the gift that will help you start a podcast. Maybe you're stubborn until you get what you want. And some people judge people for being too ambitious, which I don't understand. Maybe that stubbornness is what will help you start your business. So ask yourself, what makes me different? Number three is to be kind to you. You deserve grace. So I'm back at it, affirmations consistently in front of the mirror, not just for the first two weeks in 2024, every single day in front of the mirror until you start to believe it yourself. You know, I used to hate waking up in the mornings and I'd be so negative, like, oh, same old routine. There's nothing to look forward to. Why am I waking up? And all those other things. But the other day, I am not lying to you. I am not lying. I restarted doing my affirmations like two weeks ago. And a voice in my mind was just like, no, you have things to look forward to. God is gracing you with another day, meaning that he's giving you the grace of time and opportunities. Thank him and ask him to help you and see those opportunities. I kid you not. My whole mood shifted. My whole day just shifted. Once you genuinely wake up and you thank God, for being able to actually wake up, for actually being healthy, for actually being in your own bed. Like, your whole day just shifts, especially as a woman in South Africa. Every single day when you go on Twitter, when you wake up, someone's missing. Someone's been murdered. Someone's been kidnapped. Once you, once you realize that you being in your bed, you being home safe, you having shelter is the biggest blessing and you having your family around this festive season so many people have lost people and their families once you start to count your blessings like your you just your whole mindset just shifts you know so don't only see the grace of god once you're on the other side be grateful number four is to exercise 
You know, just increased physical health increases your actual self-esteem. Not only do you start feeling good, you start looking good because you're putting in effort to to exercising and going to the gym or even if it's just working out in your room. I do Pilates in the morning in my room. Just move as soon as you wake up in the morning, even if it's just a daily walk in the garden and you get some sun and you walk in the grass and you get that fresh morning air. Last but not least is number five, which is to seek help from a therapist. Professional help really like helps you get another perspective from someone that you don't know. So they won't judge you. They won't be biased and they're actually trained to to help you and they understand why your your thought process is like that. And you start to realize how far back these insecurities go and the core problem that needs to be fixed, not just on the surface level. You know, I always also recommend prayer all the time. Pray about it too and ask God to fix it from the root all the way to the top. And another final point that I want to add is for us to just take accountability for the things that you also project onto people because of your insecurities, the same way that people do. Because we're so quick to want to change others when it's so much easier to change ourselves and it's so much more effective. So I think I'm going to end this episode here. I just want to say 2024 is our year. Yes, we say that every year, but this year we are putting in the work from every aspect of our lives, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, everything, please, we are standing on business. So thank you so much for your support and just for listening. Just having people actually listen and download means so much to me. You you don't understand. Like when I see downloads, I'm like, oh my gosh, people are listening to me. <laughs> I get so excited. But yes, I genuinely hope on this journey we grow and we elevate together, not stay stagnant and keep on talking about things that we need to move on from. But yeah, thank you so much. So until next time, love you a lot. Stay beautiful. Stay growing. See ya.